For years, I've shared my story with many of you. A story rich in struggle and perseverance. As a child, I was met with immeasurable odds. Born in the city of Goldsboro, North Carolina, and raised by my grandmother. Despite her efforts to protect me from desperate conditions, I was exposed to violence, incest, crack addiction, and a whole lot of other shit a young soul should never have to endure. At times, I don't know if I'm haunted by my past or if it's my superpower. At age six, I had a self-proclaimed prophecy that the world would know my name. I'm still fulfilling that prophecy. I'm here to do what I've always done, give you my story with the hope that it changes the world, or at least the world around you. Yo, it's your boy Forever Burrow. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at I Am Forever Burrow. There you'll find all my latest posts and content. Guys, the concept of this podcast was for me to share my early childhood experiences with the world. I think a lot of the things that I went through early in my life have a lot of value, and they also put me in a place of vulnerability uh, where I feel compelled to prevent someone or assist someone who's going through a, a similar battle. I always say that I live my life with a little Rodney, right? Kid that's in the ghetto right now, the kid that's in poverty, who doesn't have the best home life, who isn't in the best position and doesn't have a lot of material or emotional wealth. That kid is who I do it for because to survive those early years and the conditions that I grew up in and to be where I am to now is a testimony, right? And I need to share that testimony with the world. And if it inspires one person or more, then I would have done my job. So the podcast wasn't created to make streams of revenue, right? Although when those opportunities come, I'll be more than willing to accept them. But the pure nature of what I'm trying to do here is bigger than money, right? And I said in the poverty and versus wealth mindset podcast that money wasn't a priority. It's the mindset and the condition of your mind. And you can live your life in poverty or you can live your life in wealth just depending on how you view the world and how you react to things. I think my early childhood experiences has allowed me to live a life of wealth because of all the intangible attributes that I had to deploy to survive those early years. And as the podcast continues to grow, you'll learn a lot more about me and those attributes that I display early on in a very poverty-stricken community and how I made it to where I am today. And again, and I've said this before, I'm not ultra successful. I haven't paid the tuition of a graduating class of one of our predominant HBCUs, but I have been able to give back to our community in various ways. And one of those ways being my career. I've been in leadership roles over the last several years that have allowed me to employ people that look like you and I, people that are brown and black and that are from poverty, that are from poverty-stricken communities, just trying to make ends meet to take care of their family. And not only am I giving them employment, but because I am them and I'm from them, I am of them, I'm giving them an example and I'm giving them game. I'm giving them free game at no charge but to work hard and earn it. That's all I asked for. And the opportunity to do that drives me. It allows me this freedom to navigate throughout my career with the ability to empower my community. This week, I want to take a look at the word king. 
King is defined as a male ruler of a country who usually inherits his position and rules for life. A boy or man who is highly respected and very successful or popular. I use the word king every time I greet a black man. And I say that for a couple reasons. For one, to uplift him as soon as I meet him to the level that he truly is, which is a king. And to also show respect. I think the word has some growing to do in our community because everyone wants to be a king until it's time to make king decisions. We often glamorize the word king and make it all about the spoils and riches that comes with that role. But there's a lot of decisions that are made by a king that are not popular amongst everyone. And a king has to be comfortable with making those decisions. A king has to sometimes walk a path that is lonely, where they're not loved by everyone. And they will have enemies and they will have people who will try to dethrone them. As the great Jay-Z says in the freestyle he did at Hot 97, most kings get their heads cut off. You have to be willing to take on that responsibility, knowing that it comes with danger. It comes with envy. It comes with jealousy. But those are not the things that you need to dwell your time on. You need to acknowledge them and know that they exist. But those are not the things that should demand your attention. The greater good of the kingdom should be first and foremost in your mind. Kings, I challenge you to not only chase the things that are glamorized with being a king, but to also Take on the decisions that have to be made for the greater good of the kingdom. And your kingdom may be your family. It may be your children and your wife. And those are the most important kingdoms we will ever lead. In this week's corporate takeover, I'd like to shout out the black-owned clothing company out of Houston, Texas by the name of Stitchcraft Society. You can follow them on Instagram at Stitchcraft Society 713 Got some really dope gear over there, man. They're pressing up some of the hottest crew necks and hoodies and t-shirts that you've ever seen. It's the best thing you ever bought in your life, right? Nah, but no doubt, man. I rock with the guy who owned that company, man. Real solid dude. Known him for years. And I'm really proud to see what he's doing out there in Texas. Uh, check him out, man. Shoot him a DM. Get the price in. And go support. All right, man. One love.